You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5. Five minutes of science fiction history for February 18th. John Constantine, DC's misanthropic magician, has had a bit of a roller coaster trying to make the jump from comics to screen. But nothing was more divisive than his theatrical rendition. The film Constantine saw its wide release on this day in 2005. First, a bit of background. The main character in Constantine is the aforementioned John Constantine, a heavy-drinking, chain-smoking, cunning and ruthless warlock, master of the occult, and hero-slash-bastard, depending on who you ask. He's constantly at war with the dark forces that want to take over the world, while trying to save his own soul after the terrible mistakes he made in his youth. The character was initially introduced in the comic book The Saga of Swamp Thing by Alan Moore and Rick Veitch back in 1985. After the successful reception of the character, he got his own series, Hellblazer, as well as popping up in other DC and Vertigo titles like Neil Gaiman's Sandman, and eventually he got his own film. Originally the film was going to be called Hellblazer, like the comic, but was changed to Constantine to avoid confusion with Hellboy or Hellraiser. There's lots of Hell movies. The film Constantine has our titular magician trying to help a detective who's caught up in a demonic plot revolving around the Spear of Destiny. And the film also takes quite a bit from a couple of Hellblazer comic book arcs, Dangerous Habits, and Original Sins. So what could possibly go wrong? Quite a bit, it turns out. At least as the general public is concerned. But there's still some saving graces. We'll dig into the good and evil of Constantine right after this. The Constantine film, before it even released, kind of had an uphill battle. For one, the John Constantine character is a Brit with a thick Liverpool accent who was created to look like Sting, and in the film he's played by Keanu Reeves, American accent and all, which didn't make Hellblazer fans very happy. And keep in mind, this is pre-Marvel Cinematic Universe, where comic book movies weren't terribly popular with the general audience either. And it didn't help that Alan Moore refused any credit for the film, and asked that his royalties be distributed among the other creatives, not because of the quality of the film, but because of his disappointment with previous adaptations of his work, like From Hell and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The Constantine filmmakers were also surprised when their PG-13 movie got an R rating, allegedly due to the religious content, which narrowed its audience. So unsurprisingly, Constantine didn't fare very well in the theaters, and critics weren't too kind either. But it's worth pointing out that there are some really bright points in the film, like Tilda Swinton as the Archangel Gabriel, and Peter Stormare in one of the most unique and memorable portrayals of Lucifer in movie history. And even Keanu Reeves, while he wasn't a great representation of the comic book version, his somber, almost defeated portrayal of the character tracks for someone who has seen behind the curtain and has done some terrible things. Which does make one wonder how the character would have been portrayed by the first actor attached to the role, Nicolas Cage. While the movie didn't do terribly well, the Constantine character has had a little more success in other media, in both animation and in TV, from having his own series to becoming a mainstay on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, 
Not to mention an upcoming live-action Justice League Dark project from none other than J.J. Abrams. But that doesn't mean Keanu's Constantine is down and out, either. The film has its fans, myself included, and over the years, sentiment has warmed towards the film. But more importantly, over the last few years, rumors of a sequel have been picking up steam, with not only Keanu Reeves saying he'd love to be John Constantine again, but with Peter Stormare even saying a sequel is in the works. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for February 18th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.